Welcome to the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast. I'm Ashlyn Dave, your host. We've got a great show lined up, so let's get started. And this is Ashlyn Dave, and this is the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast, episode number 280. Call this one uh, Pandemic Sucks Part 2. And yeah, uh, you were hearing that right. If you're a returning listener to the show, and I do thank you coming back after I had a, a numerous month break here, uh, that was the intro from uh, the show from way back. Uh, the reason I used that is because I couldn't find the other one. I, we've got a new computer, and uh, if you've listened to the show before, you've heard that whenever I've gotten a new um, uh, Macintosh, I've always had some issues on the podcast with finding some files and getting things back to where they were. So I'll, uh, I'm going to keep that intro in there for now, um, and I do appreciate you coming back. It's the week of February 5th, 2021, and uh, I'm still here. I haven't gotten COVID or, or died or anything like that, And um, but it kind of still kind of a, a bad situation overall for, for most folks. Uh, in my family, we've been uh, blessed where we haven't had any um, real hardships uh, yet. Uh, hopefully we don't, but. Um, here we are. And, uh, I was out pretty much out of pocket for months here without the podcast. Uh, main reason for that is because I just haven't really had any inspiration. Um, and I've used the podcast to hold myself accountable for my, my it's a distance running podcast. It's not, uh, I'm not going to be speaking about the pandemic endlessly here. Uh, but I wasn't really doing much of anything. I had a race plan for April of last year. Uh, that got postponed. That was the tap to tap 50, which is actually a 52 miler, I think, but they or they call it the tap to tap relay. Cause it's, uh, that's the big, big thing now it seems with some of these longer races is to get more, more, uh, revenue by having relay teams. But, um, it's a ultra from essentially Williamsburg, Virginia to Richmond, Virginia on the, what they call the capital trail. And it's from, uh, starts at a brewery and ends at a brewery. And that's why it's called tap to tap. Um, my, my experience running fifties, there's usually not too much beer involved, uh, until the end. And even then, um, I maybe had one or two before I'm just too exhausted really to, to do anything else. But anyway, that, that race was planned for April of last year. The organizers tried to move it to June to some kind of, uh, um, where you signed up, you ran at a certain time or something of that nature. And what I did is I deferred uh, to April of this year, and that was my plan was to to train for that uh, regardless of the situation. Even if they the race uh, went to a situation where, you know, you started by yourself, and then the next person started, you know, twenty minutes later, and then that was just the way it was done over the course of 20, 12 hours or whatever. I was going to do it anyway because um, I need I need the long stuff in my life to because um, it's something that I do enjoy enjoy the challenge and um uh, so i was playing i was training for that and um and then uh got a notification that the race has been postponed to june so i have a little bit more time to train and of course when i got that uh when i got that notice i just you know kind of stopped with the intense stuff 
and said, oh, I got, you know, I got a little more time. Uh, so that's coming up, and I'm not really sure what the format's going to be, but I'm going to go ahead and train for it, and that's what I've been doing. And I'm going to try to uh, get this podcast out again more often to get, keep myself accountable with keeping my training up. Uh, the biggest problem I have right now is that I'm barely at 20 miles a week, and that's just not going to cut it. i got to get up to ride around 50 for a couple weeks between now and then uh, without injury. And that's going to be a little bit difficult, but um, I do have some some good things going for me. Whereas uh, previously, when I was just having a hard time getting out there to train, it's because I had been waiting to hear from another employer uh, about a, a new position. Now, um, just to recap, I retired from police work. Uh, last day was in May of 2019. My retirement was effective July 1st of 2019. Uh, shortly after that, I picked up a kind of a, it was a full-time job, uh, but it was, um, I kind of figured it was going to be kind of temporary. I didn't plan to be there long. And then uh, after about two months of that, I got on with a, a major car insurance company doing um, uh, claim security. And there, it, that work was very, very interesting. I just did not see it as a long-term uh, job for me. And what I thought was that when I was done with police work, I was really done with the analytical type of thinking. Um, I was just uh, just so tired of, of the kind of work that I did that I just uh, needed a change. And I got that in the car insurance industry, that's for sure. Uh, I really did. And unfortunately, I realized um, really just after a few months that the that car insurance wasn't for me. And But here, that's right around the time that the pandemic uh, came on, and I had just applied for another position in February of last year and got an interview. And matter of fact, I had a couple interviews, and that, this is with a major uh, energy company uh, doing um, some cybersecurity work. So, uh, and things were looking good for that position, and then nothing happened, and the, my race got canceled, and everything was closed. Uh, my daughter came home from college. Uh, we're all working at home, and it was an interesting time, and I think I did talk about that maybe in the last podcast. I'm not even sure when my last one was. Let me look that up real quick so I can refresh my memory. So that was October of last year, um, and by then I was already – I had no, I had information that the position I had applied for with the uh, this major energy company was not going to be filled. Now um, – during the course of that application process, I had uh, multiple interviews, and I had kind of been led to believe that an offer was coming, and so I was very excited about that, and, and I realized that was gonna, I was going to be able to move on. It's going to be something that was probably going to be able to stay at much longer um, than the insurance job, which, like I said, was very interesting. It was just after, it just after a few months, I realized that this specific this specific work was not going to be something I was going to be able to do long-term or had an interest in doing long-term. Uh, and then I found out from the energy company that the position was not going to be filled. And so um, here I was, uh, I, I kind of thought I was screwed, but I wasn't because I was still working. So I, I knew that um, the best thing for me to do was just to keep my head down and just keep working and plow through because I knew a lot of people weren't working and I really had no no room to complain about anything other than um, we couldn't go to mass, you know. I didn't like that. Um, 
we're all, we're all working at home and I just got kind of down and, and I didn't really have, and I, some people reached out to me by email and I appreciate those that did, uh, you know who you are. I appreciate that a whole lot. Um, and so I had no, just no inspiration. I, I kind of lost interest in uh, doing long, longer running. I was just doing what, what, whatever my running group was doing on the weekend. And we continued to run together as a group every Saturday morning for the most part. And that Saturday morning running group seemed to be uh, a real have to for, for the guys in the group. And I'll, uh, I'll talk about my, uh, my running group here in a few more minutes. So we've uh, got a new addition to it that a guy named Ron that's worked out real well. Uh, I'll talk about him here in just a few minutes. Um, so about two and a half months ago, I got information that the position that I had applied for with this energy company uh, was going to be reposted. And, but here's the funny thing is that I knew at that point, I was like, man, there's no way I'm going to, I'm going to be a good candidate for this now. Cause I'll be in competition with all kinds of people that are, you know, more people have left the military since then. More people have left law enforcement since then. Uh, more civilians might be looking for uh, a higher paying job because of uh, what was going on in the country. And I just thought, you know, I'll, I'll reapply, but, and I'll just, I'll go through the motions, hope I get an interview again. And, and then I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll just go from there. I mean, I, I, I had nothing to lose cause I was, I was working full time at the insurance with the insurance and, um, and I was able to do the job fine. It wasn't that I, I hated it. Uh, I just, I was, I felt like I was a little bit stuck and, uh, with, with really nothing, um, like the energy company job was not going to happen until this, these restrictions were lifted, but they reposted the position and I reapplied and I was, uh, I got another interview. This was a lot different. This was, uh, all video and that was interesting. I did wear a coat and tie for that in case anybody was wondering, uh, I'm not stupid. <laughs> so, uh, and it went really, really good. And, um, then I had a follow-up and then, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got an offer, and it was a—it's a real nice offer, and uh, I accepted it. So, um, I took a week off between jobs, and that's the week I'm on right now. It's Friday, February fifth, and this was the last day of my quote week off. And so I start the new position on Monday the eighth, and I'm just real excited about the change. Uh, I'm going to be going to an office. Uh, I think I have to wear a mask, which uh, I'm not crazy about, but I will, I've uh, been doing it, you know, at the, going to the stores and going out to eat and all that stuff since. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. And it felt good to kind of, um, uh, achieve something and get that, even though I, I really didn't think it was going to work out, but it did. And, and I'm pretty excited about that. And I'll uh, say more about that as time goes on, although I'm not sure how much I'm going to be allowed to talk about that position because it's, um, uh, it's what they call a secure position, if uh, some of y'all know, might know what I mean. All right, so that's uh, that's kind of my pandemic update. Uh, pandemic Sucks Part 2 is the name of this podcast. Um, I just want to say one thing before I move on. Um, is that uh, this whole idea of essential workers, I, I just, um, I got to uh, see that firsthand uh, with my barber, uh, I had, I guess what you could call an illegal, civilly illegal haircut right near the beginning. And my barber, uh, I go to a regular barber shop. He got hit real hard. He had to close his shop and, um, you know, and to be told that he was not essential, even though he provides for his family, 
uh, that that just that's that's not the right word for that, and um, I, I never really cared for that word at all. I mean, if you have a job and you provide for your family, then then you're definitely essential. And I, I don't know how you could tell somebody that their business is not essential. That's just that's it's hard for me to to, to accept that. So I'll leave it that, um, leave that alone. Um, oh, another thing I got to this week uh, since I was off, I got to go see my daughter at college and uh, took her out to eat. And we went to a museum in Farmville, Virginia, where she goes to Longwood University, called the uh, Moton Museum. And this is the uh, the museum is at the high school where the Barbara Johns led the walkout back in 1951, and they uh, went on a school strike. Um, the, the museum was it was incredible, uh, the story that it told. And um, I, I, you know, it's funny growing up in Virginia for the most part. I, I was, I guess, kind of ignorant to the fact of how much history we have right here uh, within a. Uh, less than a two-hour drive uh, when it comes to um, uh, black history. So, uh, you know, I know I'm ignorant to a lot of that, but I'm uh, I'm working on it because it's something I do want to learn about. Uh, I got a list of stuff here. Let's talk about um, COVID a little bit. I have not had it. Uh, I have had some friends that have had it, but they just got a little bit sick. Uh, don't know anybody directly that's died. I've... Uh, I know one person indirectly that's died, uh, a former colleague of mine, her father uh, got sick and then he was, I guess, tested positive for that. Uh, the biggest impact on me was been that I haven't been able to visit with my parents that much. Uh, we've done some stuff here and there. We had Thanksgiving over here at my house, but we all ate outside. Um, we did some limited Christmas stuff. Uh, both my parents are, I guess you could say they're uh, senior seniors. I know the word elderly doesn't sit well with some, but uh, they're both, you know, um, 80 and uh, 80 plus. And it's just, that's been the hardest part is just not being able to see them on a regular basis and hug them and and have that close contact that we've had uh, prior to this. And so I'm really hoping we get through it. So, um, because I want to spend some more time with my parents. They live about 45 minutes from where I live. And so we do get to see each other from time to time. Um, So I mentioned the ultra that I'm signed up for. I'm, I emailed the race director directly because I never did see the website for it. It seemed that uh, the website that I had put in some of my show notes, let me go back here, um, one of the links from episode 278, it goes to uh, VentureSignup.com, and it doesn't, have the, it doesn't have the link. And so I was getting a little concerned that I couldn't find the actual race anywhere, and so I emailed the race director directly and just to confirm the date and... Um, so I'm not sure if it's on the 5th or the 6th. I, I was told it's on the 6th, but that, I believe that's a Sunday. I have to check that. I'm not absolutely sure. Um, so it would make more sense for the Ultra to be on June 5th. Um, so I'm going to keep training for it, and I think probably in another, about another month I'm going to check back in with the race director before I get too crazy and make sure that that race still is going on. Um, I did confirm it, but it, without being able to see a website for it where they give out information, it just makes me a little bit concerned. Um, but I'm not freaking out yet or anything like that. Uh, one one thing that uh, a couple, well, my wife and I have done a lot of, been able to do quite a few things actually during this pandemic. We've taken, we haven't really taken any full vacations, but we've taken some kind of three day weekends. Um, and I took or four day weekends, and we we uh, taken some trips. Uh, and one of the trips we took was down to Savannah, Georgia, which wasn't really that long of a drive. We were able to get down there in about half a day. Uh, I had never been there before, and I didn't realize it was just right across the South Carolina border. We just had a great trip down there. We did the Airbnb type of thing. 
and I spent a lot of time over in the historic area. And it was just a beautiful, uh, one of uh, the first planned out uh, cities in the country, if, if not the, the first one. I mean, it's, it's, it has a lot of history to it. Uh, had a really good time there. Um, and uh, we went down to the, the Savannah Riverfront which is kind of a neat area. And I didn't realize that the, uh, these container ships that come in to the, the port there, I didn't realize how big those were. It's like one of these container ships that, um, was in that movie, uh, Captain Phillips, uh, which had Tom Hanks. I can't remember the, um, the story there, but it's one of those container ships are just so huge. Uh, and you could get kind of close to them as they went up and uh, down out, uh, in and out of the port there. Really thought that was neat. And we, of course, got oysters and went around and drank beers at different places and, and did a lot of walking. I think one day we did about eight miles uh, of walking. Uh, had great weather. It uh, sprinkled one even. We were down there. But other than that, it was the kind of weather where you can wear long pants and a short sleeve shirt and maybe have a little sweatshirt tied around your waist kind of thing for the evening. And while we were down there, uh, we got to see... It, this was back in December. We went and saw a, a live Christmas show. I, I couldn't believe it. We were um, walking around down one of the squares there, and there was, on the marquee of the, uh, I guess, the Savannah Theater, they were advertising their uh, Christmas, kind of Christmas variety show. And so we looked up the tickets. We got tickets for the Friday night. We were down there. We went to the show, and uh, it was really cool just to sit in an auditorium and see a live show because the the last one we had done before that we went out and saw a bluegrass artist called uh, Rhonda Vincent she played at a little theater down in Hopewell Virginia and we were scheduled to see Marty Stewart in March of last year but uh, that got scrubbed uh, so it had been a long time since we'd been out to to see any kind of live show which is something that we like to do and um, so we got tickets for that and they just you know we sat I sat next to my wife and I think uh, three two or three seats away there was another group and that's how that how they had people spread out in the theater and we learned that they were just, they had added more shows uh, so more people could come. And apparently they were uh, doing quite well with sales. So that's, that's really encouraging. And that was a whole lot of fun. And then this past weekend, because I uh, had a couple of days, you know, I had some time off and I, I actually took a few days off early from the uh, insurance job. Uh, we went up to the mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. We didn't go skiing. Uh, we were going to try to do go uh, tubing. Uh, but that was all sold out at, at this resort that we went near, uh, Massanutten Resort. If, you've, if you're in Virginia, if you've ever heard of that, that's where we were. And um, even all the you had to sign up for appointment times to, to go tubing for this, you know, the social distancing stuff. And even though you're outside, and uh, I'd done this uh, many years ago with my daughter, and she didn't like it because she was little, but I really thought it was fun. And it's a long hill of the tubing, and you go pretty fast, and then you kind of spin around. Uh, we weren't able to get that done at all. So we, um, what did we do? We went for some walks. We were able to take the dog. We had a mountain cabin. Uh, we had fires in the fireplace, had the dog up there. Uh, Saturday, we walked into Harrisonburg and went over to James Madison University where we both went. I'm class of 91. Um, and just had a, just had a great day and being up in the mountains, it was just really beautiful. And we, the, uh, we almost left on Saturday because we knew a snowstorm was coming in Saturday night into Sunday. And we woke up to about three or four inches of snow on the back porch of the, of the cabin. And it was pretty treacherous getting down the mountain. Um, I had a four wheel drive vehicle, but that, that, that doesn't really help you that much unless you, you know, know how to drive. And I, of course, being a police officer all these years driving in the snow and no matter what I've driven in lots of different types of conditions. Uh, but we got down, and once we got down to the highway, 
uh, we did okay from there because everything was pretty flat. But for a trip that was normally about two and a half hours home, it took just over three hours. So it wasn't really too bad. But, boy, it was really nice uh, to get away. Um, and we hadn't been up in the mountains in quite some time. We'd gone to, I think during the pandemic, we went to the beach twice, been to the mountains, been to Savannah, Georgia. And uh, I went one more. We went. We took one other trip somewhere else. Um can't remember where we went, but we tried to, you know, get out and, and break things up. And I think that's kind of how we were able to survive both being, having to stay home, um, all the time, but you know, again, can't complain, never missed any paychecks. And I know plenty of people out there did. And, uh, we've kind of tried to do our part a little bit to help people out, um, uh, that we've run into uh, here and there when we found out where there's a need. Uh, so let me talk about my running group a little bit before I get into the uh, email bag section of the show, which is uh, just a few. Um, in fact, I haven't checked it in a while. I, I download, had to download the Gmail app back to my phone because I got too many darn pictures on the phone. And uh, Let me see if it loaded, and I'll be able to load up that email bag section of the show. Uh, but anyway, so we have the running group now is um, Ashlyn Bob, Ashlyn Tom, uh, Brad, haven't given him the Ashland label yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, Canada Dave, uh, who's really from Vermont. And then um, uh, Ron. We got a new guy, Ron. Now, Dave, uh, Canada Dave, wants to do an ultra when he turns 50, but he's uh, he sent a picture of his ankle or his knee or something. He's got some issue. He hasn't uh, come out lately. Uh, but he does meet us out for breakfast, but he's um, he's had an injury and got some other things going. Um, but Ron is really the new addition that I haven't talked about yet. And I've known Ron for a long time. As a matter of fact, his son and my daughter graduated the same year from high school, which was uh, 2019. And he's got an older daughter, the middle son, and then a younger daughter. He's got two of them, the older two are in college. And Ron, uh, I think about two years ago, had a heart attack. And... Um, and he obviously survived that. And uh, after that, after he recovered and, and got back uh, relatively healthy, I saw him and his wife out walking a whole lot. And uh, I thought that was great. Um, Ron was not known to be a runner before that. He uh, actually, but he's very involved in sports. He actually used to be a, um, a uh, collegiate football coach uh, for a, a college here in the Richmond area and was successful doing that. Uh, then he moved on to something else uh, some years back. Uh, but then uh, we, because Ron goes to my church, and so of course um, I, I'm not sure if I've said this or not, but Ashland Tom goes to my church, and so I heard through you know Ashland Tom that Ron was uh, had started running, and then uh, I guess that went over that went after you know, he would run on his own, and um, I'd see him around from time to time, and then uh, on two Saturdays in a row we saw him with our group in Ashland. And so at that point, uh, you know, you need to you need to make the invitation. And um, so I went ahead and did that. And but I, I told him, I said, look, you know, we do a with our group as a whole. We do um, usually do Ashton Bob's um, interval running on Saturday mornings. I still do my where I run a mile, walk a tenth, run a mile, walk a tenth with the goal of, uh, you know, for my 50 mile. That's, I train that way for my 50 miler. So that way I'm doing five miles an hour for the first 25 miles. And then I reevaluate after that. That's just what I do in my head. So when I run on my own, I do my own intervals. But when we run on Saturday mornings, we do Ashland Bob's, which is a um, four and one. 
And so I wanted to make sure uh, Ron knew that. So, you know, because some people don't want to, they don't want to walk at all. They just want to run and, um, or they might start with you and move on. But anyway, so we've been, Ron's been joining us for the last, I guess, month and a half, uh, maybe almost two months. And it's worked out real nice. Um, it's great to have another guy with conversation in there. And so uh, pretty, pretty regularly, it's me, Bob, Tom, Brad, uh, Ron now, and then Canada Dave will show up and he'll, he'll walk if he's not injured and then he'll, he'll come back and meet us and we'll go out and get coffee. Um, and some breakfast after that. And so it's been very, um, it's been real nice to have a new addition to the group. Uh, but one thing we're working on Ron is that he, when a car comes down the road, he goes to the other side of the road instead of against traffic. So we're working with them on that. We're going to uh, probably bring that up because I, you know how people don't like to drive down in between um, when people are on both sides of a narrow road. Uh, but it's been great having them, and uh, I've really enjoyed uh, getting to know them a little bit better. You know, I've, I've known them over the years, but not just kind of seen them at, you know, some parties or um, some, you know, family get-togethers and stuff where you mingle around with other people and then haven't really had the one-on-one conversations with them. And, he, and uh, he's really an outstanding guy, even though he's from New Jersey. That's a joke for us Virginians because a lot of people from New Jersey uh, tend to move down here. Anyway, uh, that was meant to be funny, not insulting or offensive or anything like that. Uh, but he's been a great addition, and uh, his goal is to run a, a half marathon in March next month down at Shamrock. Uh, he's done a 10K, uh, so he's focused on the half marathon, and I think he's probably going to be, be uh, go beyond that at some point in time. And uh, his health is, is apparently really good. So that's uh, great news for him. and. Uh, he doesn't listen to the podcast, but uh, Ron, if you happen to come across this podcast at any point in time, I'm really glad uh, you're with the group. Okay, let's get to the email bag section of the show and uh, see who checked in. And I think this might be kind of short, but then I might have some closing thoughts. All right, this is the email bag section of the show. And I've heard from Down Under Dave, who always checks in on me whenever it's been a while and and that I, I appreciate that so much david you don't you know you, you have no idea how much i appreciate that and i i feel uh some shame actually that i didn't respond to you as quick as i should have especially uh because of your book now dave is is, is writing a book has written a book i got an advanced copy and my podcast is listening in the appendix and i can't tell you how um, how honored I am. The book is called An Unstoppable Runner by David Williams, and hopefully we'll see more of that. Uh, Dave, I guess I should communicate with you to see uh, where that book is posted if anybody's interested in downloading that. David's uh, experience with ultra running is, is, is really outstanding. Um, he's an older gentleman now, uh, but has got some significant uh, ex- uh, achievements under his belt. Uh, very inspiring, has a, a really a kind of different outlook because of where he lives, and it's very interesting to look to listen to. Um, so let me, I'll, I'll email you, Dave. I'll, I'd like to hear back from you on that. I'm, I'm kind of back, uh, back online now. I was kind of uh, out of pocket for a while, um, so appreciate you checking in on me. Also heard from Phil Min uh, via Twitter. Phil, good to. Good to hear from you, and hopefully this podcast uh, gave you a little something that you were looking for. I know you said you'd like to bring me along for some of your long runs, and um, that's much appreciated. Um, got a couple other emails here, uh, not from listeners. I, I tried to do a, a uh, interactive online race, the Ashland Railroad Run. This is a, a race that's been around for 
I guess close to 40 years now. I was involved in it for the for I think a five year period, uh, four years as race director. Um, and with the pandemic, it really just uh, uh, just kind of took a crap, if you know what I mean. The I I I don't really do interactive online runs. Um, it's just not my thing. I, I I have nothing against them. It's just I like to kind of be part of a physical event. Although no times have changed now, so I've kind of had to change my perspective. Uh, but I tried to enter my time for this, and it wouldn't take, and I got a little frustrated. And my wife's on the board at the Hanover Arts and Activities Center now, and I told her about that, but the, it kind of went away because that was a while back. Uh, and uh, I used to be on the board there, too, and that's who sponsors the Ashland Railroad Run, which is a 10K, 5K, and a kids' run event. And then they something we call the Center of the Universe Challenge is when you – you run the 5K and the 10K on the same day, and if you run the 5K fast enough, you can finish and start start the 10K because the races um, overlap just a little bit because of timing. Um, and then, of course, I did the Tom Grant Ashland Tom's uh, Turkey Trot, which is uh, it was the 14th annual most unofficial Ashland Turkey Trot. It's everything about it's unofficial, even the the, the uh, uh, results that he uh, posts unofficially at RaceSplitter.com. Um, and I think this year. Uh, he do, uh, donations to ACES, which is the Ashland Christian Emergency Services Group, was over $300. Um, in some years past, um, he's gotten, I think, over $500. And so each year, um, it's a great event. It brings out a lot of people here in the center of the universe that are involved in fitness. Uh, the word's gotten out over the years, uh, close to 100 participants, which is great for a town that has about 7,000 people in it. And uh, Ashland Tom's been doing that unofficially now for, uh, I guess that was the 14th year. Um, and it's really a great event. It's something, uh, last year he had t-shirts made up for the first time. And the best thing about it is that uh, there's no year on the t-shirts. So uh, it doesn't matter when you, when you wear it. Um, and uh, that's it for the email bag section of the show. <laughs> so if you want to send me an email, uh, that's at ashlanddave at gmail.com. That's A-S-H-L-A-N-D-D-A-V-E at gmail.com. And uh, I always like to get emails about the show if you happen to listen. Um, I'm going to be getting out, you know, a podcast, keep myself accountable. That's what I need to be doing, especially as a train. Um, the cool thing about my Saturday morning group is that with uh, Ron, training for the half marathon we're getting close to uh, a 10 miler and so that'll allow me to maybe add a little bit before we meet at 7 30 uh generally and so that gives uh the early birds if they want to do any extra mileage a little bit extra time uh we just had a big snowstorm and most of that's melted today was about i guess it's about 54 degrees and had a little rain this morning so that's melted off all the snow for the most part off the roads and the sidewalks and uh, we're hoping to have some drying out because my yard has got some standing water. I'm just ready for everything to dry out. All right, well, this is uh, Ashland Dave, and I am back running in the center of the universe. Ashland, Virginia, remind you to run to the finish. And keep on running, and don't forget to hug your kids. And y'all have a good week. Take care.